have you built something that you would have wanted somebody else to have when you were starting up? Yes, I believe I, I actually never thought of it uh, until you ask me now. But yes, I would love if someone would have had this structure for me 15 years ago. Hi and welcome to the new Nordea podcast, Get Savvy. In this podcast, we meet experts within entrepreneurship, e-com, tech and social impact. We want to learn what makes Nordic entrepreneurs successful and unique. For you who are about to start a business or if you want to overcome a hurdle on your journey, we've prepared useful topics and a lineup of guests that are leaders in their field and who will address these topics. Get Savvy will offer you the chance to access the know-how and the expertise of our guests to help you overcome specific challenges on your way forward. Uh, we've got uh, Said Esmail Sade with us. Uh, welcome. Said is Sweden's youngest associate professor of materials chemistry, 2002. You're a serial entrepreneur and you're the co-founder of the successes within the Serendipity Group. You're a member of the Swedish government's reference group for entrepreneurs. And you just started Spartacus Capital. You've built a lot of companies and that's something that we want to talk about today. Um, building a company, some people say it all starts with an idea. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, I would say it all starts usually within some kind of an itch. Uh, so uh, I think as as a human being, we have an instinct of uh, improving things all the time. And uh, whenever we see a problem, we want to solve it. So uh, uh, when we are exposed to problems, we solve it. So usually that is where innovation and entrepreneurship find a good uh, breeding platform in the contact between creativity and problems. Yes. And um, do you hear a lot of different business ideas? Are you? Well, I hear quite a few business ideas. <laughs> uh, and um, I wouldn't say... I'm, I'm really not a good judge of good ideas. Uh, and I have so many times thought that this is a great idea and it turned out to not be. And on the other hand, I passed on some ideas and it turned out to be great ideas. So uh, so I have come to conclusion that it is not the best approach, at least not for me. Uh, but I need to have different, use different uh, tools uh, in order to be successful in picking the right path to go. Uh, one way to that I, so one of my strategies is that I try to find problems uh, and usually hidden problems because if it's problems that lots of people are exposed to, most probably lots of people are also trying to solve it. Mm. And if it's not been solved, it's usually because there is a good reason for that. If many people are exposed to it and it's still not solved, then it's maybe some 
technology that is not developed yet and lacking or there is you know this the, the market is not uh, uh, mature for it yet or uh, so um, so I think uh, finding hidden problems uh, then you usually can find really interesting things that you can with 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 small efforts uh, come up with great solutions to uh, so uh, yeah so we find some problems that are mm, the problem is hidden so the technology has been you know uh, just uh, you know way ahead of the problem <laughs> so uh, so it's very much of implementation rather than being super creative or super innovative uh, in that sense <laughs> It seems like um, there are a lot of um, new entrepreneurs and startups coming these days, especially in this Nordic region. Uh, do you think that that's uh, a trend or is it that we're becoming more kind of problem oriented or? Uh, no, I think, uh, I think, I don't know about the other Scandinavian or Nordic region, but uh, I I know for a fact that uh, Sweden is very extremely open and tolerant society which means also that you are tolerant to new ideas uh, we have a very high level of uh, education so uh, uh, i think it's uh, if not the highest among the highest in the world uh, number of uh, people with university degrees uh, so so there is there are lots of things that are really making Sweden a great breeding platform for uh, for new entrepreneurs and new businesses uh, and um, yeah and it's uh, the infrastructure and uh, the mindset of uh, uh, and it's and lots of things has been changed the last 20 years uh, 20 years ago it was not it was not uh, you were not a hero as an entrepreneur today you know the entrepreneur is like the the, the best thing to be yeah, so lots of things have been it has has changed since then. Why do you think it's changed? I don't know why the change has come now. I think to some degree because we have had now some success, huge successes in the field. Uh, we had Skype, we had uh, Spotify, we had uh, we've had uh, iSettle, Klarna, uh, and. Uh, the entrepreneurs behind those successes uh, have been very generous with sharing their know-how experiences and many of them have been investing in new entrepreneurs younger entrepreneurs to uh, yeah to start to run their business and develop their business so so the ecosystem was not there for 20, 20 years ago, but today it's a great ecosystem. You have a great infrastructure, you have a great ecosystem with uh, angel investors and VC funds. And I mean, again, 20 years ago, after the dot-com crash, uh, you had, mm, I mean, it was impossible to get any investments to your ideas. Uh, today, you have so much capital <laughs> so you just pick and choose as an entrepreneur more or less is there something specific that you can remember by your journey as an entrepreneur yeah i would say i mean we started around 2003 
our first uh, business, Diamorph, and uh, uh, it was quite tough and challenging uh, with capital, raising capital to to our venture. So that was very challenging, and that has been changing a lot. But uh, but also, uh, I would say the 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 knowledge of running a venture of developing uh, a totally new idea for a market uh, uh, was lacking i didn't have it but there was also not so many people that i could reach out to that i could have as as mentors we we were lucky to find some really good people anyway <laughs> We would also like to talk about your new company, Spartacus mm -hmm. Capital. Can you tell us more about it? Spartacus Capital. <laughs> uh, it's a strong name. <laughs> Do you want to tell us <laughs> yeah. about that? A I don't know if you know the story about Spartacus. Uh, it was a rebellion during uh, the, the antique, and uh, it was a slave uh, uh, rebellion. And... Um, uh, He was freeing uh, people from slavery, uh, and uh, and <laughs> I I believe in the power of individuals, and I believe that you can set the power free by just facilitating and showing the way, and putting these individuals in a new context. Uh, And I believe there are lots of individuals uh, out in the society, in different industries, in large organizations that would very much like to set, f to be set free, to to break free from their uh, uh, from their chains. <laughs> We all have big smiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 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 I I try to facilitate uh, so people can break free from whatever. You know, chains there are now, but they want to become entrepreneurs. Oh, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it sounds amazing. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's um, and if you want to tell us a little bit more about the idea of Spartacus, uh, yeah. So, what are we focusing on? Uh, uh, we are focusing on uh, people that have knowledge in a specific uh, industry. So, say you come from uh, real estate industry. Uh, real estate development mm, you have been working uh, 20 years in real estate development in some company uh, and but you have had you know going on for the last five ten years with some ideas uh, why this is some this is what people should do but nobody in your organization is listening to what you are saying because they are doing you know business as usual uh, so what i want to do is then you know, help this person bring it on board and say, okay, let's do this together. I will facilitate it with the infrastructure, with the capital, with the network uh, and some know-how that we have in building and uh, developing companies. And, uh, uh, and what we focus on is uh, we want, so we don't do venture, so it's more... Um, Either it could be real estate development, for example. We can have some. Uh, you can see that this can be developed, and you can have some cash flow in renting it out or whatever. 
or there are businesses existing businesses you come and say oh why don't we so as an example yeah, i can give you an example of uh, we are we are uh, we invested and in running a business called uh, dentalum uh, and uh, we are acquiring small uh, medium-sized uh, dental clinics uh, so as a dentist you run your clinic you do it for 30 years and then you retire it's very difficult to to capitalize on the value that you have built during these years uh, so what we do is that we go uh, alongside with the dentist and we have a plan for succession and taking over the business and so on so that the dentist that have been building the clinic can get the right value out and that the clinic can go on and uh, uh, thrive uh, in a in a in the best manner i've been i have this question that i wanted to ask you and I, I was just looking at Spartacus and thinking back on your own um, history as an entrepreneur. Mm. Uh, I was just thinking, is it, have you built something that you would have wanted somebody else to have when you were starting up? Yes, I believe. I, I actually never thought of it uh, until you asked me now. But yes, I would love if someone would have had this structure for me 15 years ago. Yeah. I would have loved it. I never thought of it, but yeah. Why do you think that that didn't exist at the time? I don't know. I think um, I think Swedish society has been built up. It's uh, it's governmental and the public sector, uh, and it's big, huge, large uh, enterprises, ABB, Ericsson, Volvo. And uh, it's now the last 20 years that lots of new companies are popping up. Uh, so I think it's a new phenomenon. Uh, so there was not, uh, the, the society was not prepared for it. Uh, so, but it is getting more mature. You, ha- you have to consider that Silicon Valley comes from, you know, going way back, the mentality of the gold rush. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, uh, so so it's a long history to de- that had developed and came to where Silicon Valley is today. Yeah. So, and we, we haven't had it really in Sweden. It's more of an industrial, industrial nation. So you could say that we're freer now in that sense in, in our society. Uh, much more dynamic, I would mm. say. I was yeah. maybe thinking back to also Spartacus and the free, freeing of the slaves. <laughs> freeing, yeah. yeah, I would say we are more free yeah. today. Excellent. <laughs> and I think about the timing. It was right now. We divested some of our uh, businesses during the last two, three years. Uh, so the timing was right for me personally. Uh, but um, And I think that Stockholm and Sweden is more mature for it, yes. <laughs> and you... Uh, just have uh, companies from Sweden or do you take in companies from other countries? So the uh, the platform that we build is always from Sweden um, but then we expand uh, directly internationally usually. So uh, so we have uh, the companies that I'm involved in uh, uh, as owner we have around I think we're selling 
our products and services to around 80 countries around the world. Um, and altogether, more than 2,000 employees. So um, if we kind of focus in on the business idea mm-hmm. now, uh, I think uh, we have uh, listeners asking us, uh, how do I know if my idea, the idea that I have of a business, if it's good or not? So uh, I would say don't, uh, don't go for an idea, go for a problem. Uh, and don't go for a problem that lots of other people are going for. <laughs> <laughs> it will get it, the chances that you will have the best solution <laughs> is uh, not so the odds are not very good uh, so focus on the problem and uh, try to find unique problems uh, and uh, and solve them uh, usually they are not very difficult to solve if uh, yeah and you can always and you have to iterate uh, so pivoting is very important and uh, uh, we have uh, we are talking about uh, <laughs> about 15 years ago me and ashkan we wrote an article uh, the phantom innovation a publication that we had in a journal and uh, it's about uh, you know the, we we were saying that the, the the original idea is not really an innovation it's an I- just an idea People consider it as being very innovative, but usually it's not worth a lot. It's just you, know, you have to you have it's you have to go into a creative dance with the market. So it's a, it's a creative dance between the the market, the industry, the mm, your creative minds to solve the problems, and and you have to iterate, and uh, you have to go through lots of iterations before you you end up with a final product so uh, so so it's very important to not get too focused in the beginning but uh, having very open mind and listen more than talking and uh, uh, eventually you will find different ways to go and uh, eventually you have to limit yourself you can't do everything but uh, but it's very dangerous to focus too much in the beginning. I really like your way of saying creative dance. That's yeah, it is a bit of a like a dance, and uh, you know, it's like a high school dance. Uh, it's a bit awkward in the beginning, and uh, the girls sitting on one side and the boys on the other side. And uh, <laughs> uh, but you have to somebody by taking the initiative, you win a lot. And then you found out it's really nice to dance. (laughs) But so uh, you say, uh, to be back to the kind of question, I think also to the listener there, if you say you found a problem that you're trying to solve and then you work on, you start working basically. Mm -hmm. But I was just thinking when you kind of focus in on, on the problem, that you select or zoom in on how how do you know you said it's not um it's not a problem that everybody else is going for but i mean how do you how would you know uh so so how do we find unique problems uh there are different ways of doing it um so one way that we do and uh, have done for the last 15 years is by interacting a lot with your customer 
and going deep, deep into the organization. Then you will find the real problems. So usually the things that you see on the surface, I mean, the real problems, you will never see it on the surface. And if you see it on the surface, probably millions of other people also have seen it. So then lots of people are already there trying to solve it. You have to, to go it. deeper. You have to go deeper. Uh, so either you have to go deep or you have to find a way so that people that are in those organizations bring them out. And nowadays I work more on the <laughs> on the on the second uh, strategy and approach. So I go out uh, through social media and say guys out there that are sitting with problems that you have giving you a headache. Uh, and uh, your organization they don't change it and i want to have really strange problems you know that uh, you've never heard you know that nobody has ever heard about it it's some kind of production process for making baby food you know <laughs> uh, never and, boring interesting yeah you know it's a very usually very niche maybe and uh, nobody's heard of it you know it's only people you you working with pr- pr- producing baby food that's heard of it perhaps some of them you know yeah <laughs> and and when you hear somebody then uh, coming to you with a problem like that could you could you let us know uh when you hear a problem like that what makes your heart tick a little bit faster or what gets you started basically then if it's if it's deep <laughs> enough into the organization yeah. then i know that it's been really hidden mm. there are not lots of people that know of it then i know that the competition will be low and then uh, uh, a second check in the box for me is it needs to be the value that you create needs to be big enough uh, so maybe it's not a huge value for that specific organization or, or that specific enterprise but there are lots of companies having the same problem so in total it's it has to be a big problem overall problem and um, you don't need to be einstein to <laughs> solve the problem you know it's more into finding the problem that it is uh, the challenge is to finding these unique problems uh, the rest is uh, pretty straightforward actually And when you talk about value, can you be more specific? Say it's some kind of safety issue for people working in uh, production, on production line, uh, for some specific products. Uh, And say there are in Sweden a thousand production sites of this type. So that's a big issue. That's a big problem then for those people so if you can solve it you can sell it to those thousand companies in sweden and sweden is usually one percent of the world uh, market so you can have a hundred thousand sites that you can sell it so that's a pretty good business (laughs) how important is fast growth well well it's uh, important Uh, mm, then you can always define how fast it is important it uh, uh, <laughs> we want to have uh, because we can't do 
too many cases. You know, the, our organization is quite small, it's limited. So we go for problems where we can see that it can scale up to billion dollar markets, uh, which is uh, not that limiting. There are quite a few problems out there to solve. But uh, it needs to be uh, possible to scale it up uh, and uh, to and yeah to those there there is there needs to be a market like that. Uh, otherwise, we don't go for it. Do you have some uh, questions about sustainability, or if the company contributes to a better future, or is that important? Well, I believe that in a society like Sweden or Western societies, U.S., Europe. Uh, Uh, I believe that whatever com- type of company that you create, with some very small exceptions perhaps, uh, you contribute to a better future. Uh, I strongly oppose to the motion that people are talking about uh, impact investing and I think that uh, IKEA was impact investing by creating nice, affordable furnitures for people all around the world, giving, mm, creating job for I don't know hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, yeah, that's impact investing for me. So uh, I think uh, I think as long as you have some clear moral and ethical guidelines doesn't necessarily need to be you know right now it's very much the greta effect and uh, everybody's talking about the climate but uh, <laughs> i don't think everybody needs to do that about ideas we've been discussing the problem formulation a bit but i was just also thinking about you said it's about starting working and i've uh, you know you hear people say it's uh, 10% idea and 90% grit basically to succeed <laughs> yeah. would you agree with that or? yes i would definitely agree that you need to go out and meet uh, the harsh reality you have an idea you can you can perhaps do it better you can always make it better But don't just go out and let the world give you some feedback. So, and don't kill your own ideas, because many times people do. Let the world kill it. Just go out. I mean, it won't kill you. They might kill the idea, but you will get so much information from that process. So then you can come out with a much better idea, much better product. Yeah. Uh, Uh, um thinking about then this this work and this process i mean it, then it becomes very much about the person who you who actually uh, is the entrepreneur yes is that something you look for when you uh, well yeah uh, i i look for you know really <laughs> intelligent creative people um uh, many times i ask them about traumas that they have experienced during life Uh, because I think that there are lots of positive things coming out from trauma. Uh, I mean, uh, you have PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, that is, you know, of course, something negative, and trauma per se is something negative, and you get some, yeah, you get mental scars. 
but uh, there are also lots of research showing something called PTG, uh, post-traumatic growth, uh, that uh, through trauma, it can strengthen an individual uh, to have a better and trajectory in in life. Uh, and also, if you have gone through traumas and and you know coming out on the other side uh, <laughs> in a in an okay way, uh, then uh, you are also you can usually manage uh, difficult times much better in the future. So, yeah. so it's lots about the person. Yeah. I mean, it's not that you need to be traumatized to be a good entrepreneur, <laughs> but uh, that's that's a, that's yeah. that's at least one segment that I have uh, <laughs> seen add, yeah. uh, can work. It adds something to yeah. yeah. So it's not only me like being super energetic and I can run really really fast. That does not really make it. Uh, For some people, it could. Mm. That's what I say. You know, it could be many different uh, type of characteristics. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it's very difficult to say, you know, this or that. Uh, but for sure, the person is absolutely so much more important. Then I also wonder when something goes uh, as it wasn't planned, how do you do deal with that? Uh, well, that's about 90% of the time. Uh, things doesn't go like I plan, and uh, I just uh, <laughs> I just uh, take a step back, try to analyze it, um, and take a new path. Uh, uh, lots of people say that you learn a lot from your mistakes. Uh, I I learn much more about my from my success successes <laughs> um, so when something is not necessarily going as I plan but something happens and it's gonna be, and it is usually wow this was great then I really start analyze it and see okay what did I do here that was so good and uh, then I analyze it and I try to duplicate it and see, can I scale it up in one way or another? That's so great to focus on the right yeah. things. Yeah. Mm. Um, of course, you learn from your mistakes, but I tend to focus on, I do lots of experiments, and then I see, oh, that one was really good. I don't know why, but then I go deeper and deeper into it to try to understand why. Uh, if someone was to ask you, uh, like, do I have what it takes to make it as an entrepreneur? What would you say? I think it is very much. Uh, it's not about do I have what it do I have what it takes or do I have it in me. Do, I would the more important question is do you want to do it because it is a challenging lifestyle. Uh, at least for me, I mean. I don't know, last time I had a full night's sleep. <laughs> uh, and uh, But I'm fine with that, you know. I get my sleep. It's just, you know, <laughs> it's interrupted sometimes. <laughs> but I like it. I love it. I I love living in that 
you know, it's a thrill. <laughs> so, but I'm not sure or uh, everyone likes it. So, so I think the, the 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 more important question is: Do you do you like it? Do you want it? And if you want it, then you should do it. Life is too short to just you know doubting yourself all the times. Will I make it or not? And and Sweden is the best place to do it. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen if you run your own business and you know it goes bankrupt? And well, you will you will probably get a job somewhere. So uh, <laughs> you're working at Nordea and you have an idea of a fintech business or whatever, get started doing it. And if it doesn't work, I'm sure if not Nordea, some of the competitors will hire you. <laughs> I think that was a great shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I have a shower. That's when I get all the best ideas, mm-hmm. uh, and then I think, "Oh, I really need to do this." But then, you know, you got, I've got kids. You have all these commitments. Mm. What would you say? What you should do? What should you do? Just let it fade. Somebody else is going to take it. I don't know. I don't have kids, so <laughs> so I don't have that those issues. I don't know. I mean, it's again, it's not about the ideas. It's very much about the execution. Uh, if you have the idea, most probably lots of other people also have it. Uh, so it's about execution. So there are lots of people that say, "Oh, I would. Uh, it's, it seems great to be an entrepreneur, but I don't have a real good idea." And I say, "So what? Just go out there and find someone with a good idea." There are lots of good ideas. <laughs> it's about execution, and if you have a good idea and you are perhaps not great on execution, just go and find someone that is good on execution and partner up. Uh, partnering up and building team is uh, is essential. At least for me, it's been. I'm really I can't do things on my own. I mean, there are people that are good on that, but I I'm totally you know. I just my energy go down to like zero and uh, nothing happens. And but if I'm in with within a team, then I'm really productive and creative. Thanks. So, so go out and execute. <laughs> yeah, or or don't. Or don't. If you, if you don't. <laughs> or or don't. If yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's very messy. Yeah. Mm. So uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you have you know. Uh, You have so many stakeholders. You suddenly you have uh, uh, people working for you. You have customers. You have to do responsibility towards. You have uh, investors to report to. You have, you know, uh, I'm not sure everybody want that. You know, a different life. I like it, but. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So. I think I think you're a huge uh, source of inspiration, Said. So <laughs> thanks. thanks for sharing that a lot. <laughs> thanks. This one, uh, Camilla, what, what is our just for fun question this time? Yes, our colleague Tatiana has uh, done some research and found out that you have three cats. <laughs> yeah. And also done some more uh, reading just for fun. 
uh, and found out that people who own cats tend to be more creative, adventure, <laughs> really? and anxious. <laughs> what do you think? Well, uh, Does that fit you? Yeah, I would say that fits me very well. <laughs> <laughs> At least uh, anxious. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, um, I'm, I, you know, I can't really sit still. <laughs> I need to do something all the time. Otherwise, uh, yeah. So I think that I would say that fits me well. Uh, about more creative uh, well, I hope I'm creative but uh, yeah and I love cats I'm, uh. a, I'm like a real crazy cats man <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was thinking about that term before you hear cat lady a lot but <laughs> yeah. maybe not cat man so much <laughs> I think yeah, there are a lot of cat also <laughs> yeah. interesting so then the research was through <laughs> yeah huh? uh, well at least on me <laughs> yes <laughs> nice how come you have so many cats Oh, it's a long story. Uh, actually, I have five of them. Okay. So <laughs> two, <laughs> three. Bit, two are a bit secret. <laughs> <laughs> no, two of them on my own and three that I share with my ex. Ah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I always loved cats. And uh, then I wanted to have some... Or, or actually, I always loved animals. I really love animals. And uh, I... I decided for cats because I didn't have time for dogs, uh, and um, and then I got you know I got in love. Mm. <laughs> uh, we, I, I, <laughs> I got also, passionate about it. I also have a cat, and I I made this little uh, uh, thing that I I, I I say is that I think cats are the the most pet for the buck basically. <laughs> or you, you kind of get a lot of uh, yeah. a, a, a lot of pet, but you don't need to spend so much time. Yeah, what do they they say that uh, dogs have masters and. Do, uh, uh, and and cats have servants, so uh, <laughs> that's 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 how I feel when I come home. You you don't get lots of love, but uh, they just uh, they have lots of demands on you. Yeah. <laughs> and the and the look when they when they come and it's different from the dogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Right, so to end it up, um, we've got this um, question that we would like to ask you, and it's more about kind of the next the next uh, guests. If you mm-hmm. have somebody that you would want us to interview, mm-hmm. who do you think should be? Yeah, I would. Uh, I have a couple of suggestions. Uh, it's a good friend, dear friend of mine, uh, Johan Ernst Nilsson. Um, so he's an adventurer. He's been out to up to Mount Everest. He's been uh, uh, skiing and biking from North Pole to South Pole, <laughs> so he's been lots. He's been doing lots of crazy stuff, and um, and he's uh, and and that's another type of entrepreneurship because for each uh, adventure he needs to raise capital for it. He needs a team for it. He needs, uh, you know, uh, and he, need, he and he does it o- over and over and over again every year. He has some new adventure with new goals. Uh, so it's very exciting person I would think to I have great talks to him and I think your audience would uh, appreciate it oh thank you if you uh, I mean if you would just say I mean um, do you think there's a specific uh, kind of entrepreneurial challenge that he would like that he could help our listeners to overcome yeah I mean he's very active on um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio Foundation uh, and uh, he is working a lot with uh, with uh, uh, 
climate uh, issues and uh, for helping endang endangered species. Uh, so, uh, so it's a it's a different type of entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. but uh, nevertheless, not uh, it's not less uh, valuable for that. So it's, no, uh, it's a great uh, and it's a very very great person. Thanks yeah. a lot. And we also would like to thank you for contribution today. And uh, we're really looking forward to hear and read about you in the future. Best of luck. Thank yeah. you very much. If you want to get savvy, please subscribe. Mm.